Welcome to the Reluctant Leader podcast, the podcast for business owners and entrepreneurs who find managing people their biggest headache. I'm your host, Mark Terrell, and in each episode, I'll be delving into a topic to help you lead your team with confidence. If you've not already done so, head over to the reluctantleader.academy website to download your free guide and checklist, where you'll also find all the previous episodes of the podcast. If you have a topic you'd like me to cover in future episodes, don't hesitate to get in touch. Today, I'd like to talk about our power, the way we turn up. Uh, because if we are a business leader, uh, if we're only we only a business or we're a, a director of some sort, then the one thing that we can be assured of is that we are being observed, um, and those that we lead are affected by the way that we approach our leadership role and our responsibilities and how we manage. So let's look about how we can turn up and the different ways that we can turn up as leaders um, and with regards to our leadership power. So first of all, let's think about the different types of leadership power um, so that you've got a bit more idea of what I'm talking about here. There are various ways that we can turn up um, and the first one which we're going to discount because it's obviously not what we want to be turning up and not be using our, our power in, in a the wrong way is the coercive um, leadership style which, which which is manipulative and it's it's basically just about you um, and really is not going to be very productive and is never going to be one that actually is genuinely going to get you to be followed because ultimately that's what leadership's about. So we look at the ways that we can influence others and our power with regards to that. Firstly there is a positional power. This uh, is about having a title uh, and having a role um, and this can be seen as quite hi hierarchical um, with um, the obvious connotations to like a military sort of um, setup um, and very much as like a top-down sort of with uh, sort of command and control focus. Um, so, so that's the positional power. All we're going to do at the end is look at how our motivations affect them and how we may show up, uh, particularly because of our motivators. The next one is the reward most, uh, power. So we could come at our position as a position of rewarding others. So that's about rewarding uh, efforts, rewarding what's been achieved. And also with regards to a sort of carrot and, carrot and stick sort of scenario where we offer something and we get something in return or we offer a punishment uh, if something doesn't happen. So very much about uh, rewards uh, and, and giving uh, a reward for what's being achieved. The next power is the what we call the expert power. And this is more about knowledge. Um, and I've recently had someone who has just stepped into a, a leadership role who's very much a very strong expert driven person. And their concerns was maintaining their level of expertise. So when we talk about the expert power when it comes to leadership, we're talking about how our advanced skills and knowledge affects how we lead. So we are in that position because we know more than others are about a particular subject. Uh, and this is particularly around people that are being promoted around a specialist sort of um, function within a, within a within a business. So people that are leading a lot with their expertise is very much about um, being an authority on what they know and on the subject 
and that's what they base their power on. That's where they get the power is that, that I've got more knowledge than you. But on and saying that, straight away we can see that that can actually potentially be a negative in that if we are holding the knowledge and not allowing others to have more knowledge than us, then that's not allowing others to be knowledgeable enough. And so we'll re review the negatives and positives around each one of these four at the end. But one of the things that cropped up there straight away is if we want to be a specialist and an expert in knowledge, in knowledge around something, if we're always looking to be more knowledgeable, then that means that that might hold somebody back in our team that wants to be a specialist within the specialist team, if that makes sense. Uh, and the final one is the charismatic leader, the leader who leads very much on relationships um, and who are seen as personality driven. So they, they lead with their personality styles and they attract people to them because of the way that they are, um, because they're an attractive person to be around just by the way that they approach things. And I'm sure you've probably got people in your life now and part in the past that have been like that. You have been attracted to them, not necessarily because they have a position, not necessarily because they have authority or they have specialist knowledge, but they just have a way about them. Um, it's they're very, very much about their personality. So there we are, the, the four powers of leadership that we could use. Um, and what we want to think about is the one that we're most naturally attracted to, or the one that we're most likely to use. Bearing in mind, if obviously we've had good leadership training and we know the principles then we probably are more um, working on those principles but if we haven't had a lot of leadership training we have to lead um, intuitively I suppose you could call it in the way that we feel is natural to us. So the motivations that are driving what is probably behind these different powers is what we want to uh, sort, of, sort of cover again. So we go through like the positional leadership probably driven by the defender and the director motivator. So if you're not familiar with the terms, these are motivational maps terms. The defender is about security, predictability, and director is about having power and influence. So positionally, the reason why that people with those motivators will probably be using that positional leadership style is because firstly the defender likes structure and they like to feel that there is order and so naturally they, they want to use their position um, and also with the director naturally they are um, wanting to have influence over others so that comes from having a positional power. So the reward power most probably comes from those that are driven by the star and the builder motivators so again let's recap what they are. The star is about recognition, getting recognition from others and the builder is about being rewarded financially and materially. So rewards are about obviously the, the, the financial and the, the money driver seems obvious. The star is maybe less obvious in that it's about rewards but rewards that are given to us by others. So we are seen by, uh, to be rewarded by a by a way that we are recognizing others. Um, and also with regards to the star motivator, being that it is about recognition, it's one that when we come to talk about sort of a marketing perspective, it's quite a strong motivator. If you want, if you, 
if you have a low star, that means you probably don't want to promote yourself. So a high star means that you want to promote yourself. So you're being rewarded by being um, noticed. So that's why the reward motivators probably are backed up with those, the sort of reward, the reward power is backed up by those star and builder motivators. So the expert motivator, not surprisingly, is backed up by the expert motivator and the creator. So the expert motivator is around knowledge and specialism and the creator is about innovation and new ideas. So you can see how the expert will probably be driven by either one of those because it's about having, having knowledge and it's also being able to bring things into being which shows that you have a specialist in, or you're able to specially solve problems in a specialist way. And then finally we've got the charismatic um, power with regards to leadership, probably backed up mostly by friend and spirit. Friend is about belonging um, and relationships, and spirit is about friend, uh, autonomy and being independent. So the friend is all, seems makes sense, doesn't it? Charismatic means that you are friendly in that you are bringing people together, making people feel belonging. The friend is a little bit, the friend is obvious, but the, the spirit is maybe slightly um, counterintuitive in that it's about being autonomous. But what we can actually do is when we are free and easy and, and make our own decisions, we're quite attra attractive and charismatic because we're like that. So it's a little bit like the, um, the, 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 uh, the way that people are attracted to us. It's not because they are necessarily being, you know, uh, about bringing people together. We're just attracted because that person is a way that we'd like to be. So there's a little bit of an overview and, and it'd be interesting to find out you know, if you've got any feedback on that, how you feel that which one of those powers you fit into. Just So just to recap and to bear a couple of things in mind, motivations change. So we could quite easily change the way or the power we lead with. So if we started off more in a positional, then later on in life, we might actually be more charismatic in our leadership power. Remembering that each of these powers has its negative and um, positive um, and so we don't want to overly use one and not or or not use one. So it's all in context each one can be used effectively and remembering that when you are leading a team what you've got to remember is you've got to remember that your style does it fit the team and in context is it being effective. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the episode, please leave a review on your chosen platform and share on social media. And don't forget to download your free guide and checklist from the reluctantleader.academy website. Leadership is a choice. When you understand the right mindset, know the process to follow and the key skills to use at the right time, you'll be on track to leave a lasting legacy. Until next time, be the best you can be and the inspiration for others to follow.